0: Hi, testing, testing, Scabby McScabbington here, ready to host your podcast. Thanks for the love and the reviews on iTunes, and keep them coming. Now to the listener with the username Coco S, you've won the $500 off any Bloom retreat. So email me, scabs at bloomforwomen.com, and to get more retreat details, scroll to the bottom of our website and click the link, Retreats. From Bloom, this is Scabs and you're listening to Love Rice, a podcast about experimenting with love and life and happiness. And in today's episode, I want to tell you all a story, but we won't begin at the beginning. And Sometimes I like to tell a story backwards and instead we'll begin with a woman and she's riding her bike. You see this woman, she's training and she's at the height of her f- fitness career. In fact, she's just won an international fitness competition and and she's training for another. So you can imagine her with her helmet and her biking shorts and those special shoes that clip into your pedals and she's she's strong. And it's at this moment that she's hit by a gold minivan. Literally. I mean, hit so hard that it knocks her off the busy street and into the into a side street.
1: I remember a man just rolling down the window and saying, are you okay? This is Angela Martindale,
0: the woman on the bike.
1: And I couldn't move my neck. All of those muscles were ripped. And so I could not move my neck. I could not move my neck off of the ground. Um, my face was really scratched up. And uh, thank goodness my helmet, kind of moved over my face. So, you know, by the, by the end of the impact my helmet had kind of held my face off the ground so my chin was all you know bloody and but he couldn't see that because my I was on the ground right Right. and he just said are you okay and I said no I'm not okay and I just heard them just move you know just uh, drive off and then I think I just passed out Because I woke up, right? I I woke up from either being passed out or, Mm -hmm. you know, and I don't know how long it was. It could have been two minutes. It could have been 20 minutes. It could have been two hours. I have Mm -hmm. no idea how long I was laying there. I felt like, how could somebody just leave me in the road? (laughs) You know, like... And then I was like, "Yeah, okay, well, how are you going to get off the drive? You know, how are you going to get off this road? Like, how are you going to get off the sidewalk? You know?" And, and really, all I thought about was, was my competition. I was like, "This is it. This is going to end my career in fitness competing." I, I'm hurt. Like, I knew I was hurt. Um, and I knew, ex- I knew exactly what had happened. You know, I, I knew it, I'm a physiologist. I mean, I know mm-hmm. what the body is doing and, and what muscles were, you know, I just, I knew I was hurt. And, and then my thought just went to, I'm, I'm gonna lay here and nobody's gonna find me. Like I was really fearful that like, I wasn't gonna be able to get off the ground. And at that point, I think I was just in shock. Like, it was like, Mm. get up.
0: So with one good arm, Angela dug her elbow into the pavement and using it to leverage her body. And then bracing herself, she struggled to stand. And when she finally did, she began to do the unreal. She she walked her broken bike and her broken self home.
1: And I walked home and by then I was just crying. I was just like, this is unbelievable. You know, I was having wham! A, you know, pity party. Of course, of course. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with people? Hysterical. How dare gosh. nobody just stop? Like, oh my gosh. Wow. And then I felt really alone. I mean, I felt very alone. And I felt just like who who am I going to call? And then, of course, the revenge comes, right? Like, who was that? How dare they? I'm going to find them. I'm going to find this gold minivan that hit me because I mean, I saw the car. You know, I didn't see a license plate. I, there was four people in the car. I was like, for sure, someone's going to come back, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill them all. You know, I mean, it was. <laughs> I'm going to hunt like,
0: them down. It's over. Yes, you know, of yeah. course,
1: the revenge sets in and. Because it was like, this is over. Like, my career is over. Mm -hmm. I know I'm hurt. I am. I'm hurt.
0: Now, can you hear the metaphor here? I mean, can you relate? (laughs) Has a gold minivan come careening around the corner just to knock you out? And by the power of your own grit, with your one good elbow, limp yourself home facing the task of reconstructing a new you? It was a hard reality.
1: And we're all survivors, and either we're going to lay there and give up, or we're going to push. And then I just, I went home and I cleaned myself up and I crawled into bed with an ice pack and I fell asleep. I was absolutely, obviously hysterical. So the emotion of all of that, you know, you just get exhausted. And um, I woke up and couldn't move. And then I thought, oh my gosh, I'm paralyzed. What do you mean? Like your whole body, you couldn't move at all? Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't move. And I thought, oh my gosh, I've broken my neck. And, I can, and somehow, I mean, you know, your mind just takes over, right? Oh my gosh, like I can't feel my legs. I can't move my shoulder. I can't, I can't move my head. I can't move my neck. And so with my one, you know, I, it, was, it all happened on my right side and I'm right-handed. So with my one left arm. I just pushed myself up. I got my abs. My abs were so sore just from the impact, and my back was so sore. And I just, you know, kind of wiggled my way up. I, I got a pillow behind my back, and the ice pack at this point was absolutely, you know, warm. And so I didn't have any more ice. And, and, and that is when my self talk happened again. know i just said and you're gonna be fine you're gonna get through this everything's okay you're okay you're alive you didn't die like yeah this sucks but you're okay you're gonna be fine and that's where really you know just recovery started happening and i started just moving my arms up and down over my head or as closely over my head as i could i could i could I could barely move my arm, my right arm. So I just started moving my left arm. I started moving the things that I thought that I could, you know, I started like, okay, you're not paralyzed. Like you're okay. You know, you just kind of do a mental check through your body and, and like, okay, can you wiggle your toes? Yes, I can wiggle my toes. Can you wiggle your fingers? At that point, I couldn't move my right side at all. And, you know, I was like, can I move my jaw? I mean, there was so many things, you know, Mm. and, um, and then I just started my recovery. I mean, that was that was where it started, in my bed.
0: How many of us have been flattened by that gold minivan or those miscarriages, relationships loss and fate, depression, or loneliness, or anger? I mean, so flattened that we lie in our beds, paralyzed, with barely the power to lift one arm, like Angela says. We start moving the things we think we can. And it's a new normal.
1: You know what? I deal with it still every single day. I mean, this happened seven years ago, and I deal with it every single day. Every single day I wake up and it's either, ooh, okay, did I sleep wrong on my neck or did I, you know? But for me, it's not an option. Like, this is the only body that I have. I've found my space of what works for me. I've found, you know, yoga and meditation and just really loving this body. Like you have to love it. It's the only one that you have. And nutrition is a huge part of that. You know, hydration is a huge part of that. Movement that feels good to your body is a huge part of that. And for me, I created what I call chi yoga flow and and that is really where that came from was because I I had to move. I, I'm a trainer like I wanted to get back with my clients I wanted to be able to go to the gym I wanted to be able to go back to the bleachers and and run those bleachers again and that's what motivated me because I was in such physical good physical condition my body healed I mean I, I would love to say it healed quickly but it, you know I'm still dealing with it seven years later
0: In this story, I hear reconstruction, renewal, and guts. I mean, this wasn't the first time Angela went head-to-head with the gold minivan.
1: We all feel like we've been hit by a truck when we're in a right. horrible relationship. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be a physical car. I think what the biggest thing for me and, and being in that situation, right? Not, mm-hmm. not just getting literally knocked down. I... I was knocked down by a man that I thought that I loved as well mm-hmm. and and I thought he loved me and and that you know that mm-hmm. wasn't the kind of love that I wanted and so I understand the physicalness of that and and really being beaten down or talked down to and having that energy just feel your body and heart and mind and soul so crazy because. That was, that was after my relationship. I mean, I had, Oh wow! I mean, it was complete. it was all after that. And I was still banging my head against the same wall. It was the universe telling me, okay, you're not over this quite yet. I had gotten away from him. And you have some lessons to learn. He was kicking me out of the house or living in a stairwell. I mean, it was ridiculous, you know, we were traveling all over the world and I would be left. You got to pick yourself up off the pavement. I just will not allow myself to stay in that pity party for too long. And I talked myself through it and I had to talk myself through it. I mean, I was in that relationship for five years and I talked myself into it for five years. (laughs)
0: Right. I I totally know that. You, you can be
1: what he wants you to be, you know, Uh. it's like, no, (laughs) I'm going to be who I want to (laughs)
0: be. Yeah.
1: And I, if, if you only hear this part of this conversation, I beg you to love yourself and love yourself more and give everything that you possibly can to yourself. Be selfish right now. I was marked at birth, right? I was raised and and I was born, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: say that. I was marked at birth and I was born with a birthmark all over my face. Mm. It's down my throat. It's inside my ears. And um, I I was bullied my whole life. I was bullied constantly. I was told I was ugly. Mm. Um, When I was born, the doctor said I would die. Um, You know, I was marked at birth as we all are. We all have things, right? And and for me, that was my mark. And so I was either going to use it or I was going to hide it. And for me, that's really where my confidence came. I had to stand up to bullies all the time. I had to stand up and be strong and let them know that I was just me. They Just because I was different didn't mean that they needed to push me around or make fun of me or call me names. I was just different. And just because I didn't look like everyone else. It didn't mean that I was bad. It didn't mean that I was not worthy of love or acceptance or friendship. And so my confidence really came from there. My parents gave me a lot of confidence. My parents, when, when the doctor said, you know, she's going to die, my parents looked down at me and said, she's going to be fine. Like, she's healthy. What are you telling me? And that's the way I was raised. I was raised with two beautiful sisters. My mother was literally a beauty queen. And, and you know, and my father was just this gorgeous, tall Scandinavian man. And, and, and I was just raised in this beautiful family. And that's all that I knew. Nobody ever in my family called me ugly or stupid or, you know, we just didn't have that kind of language. And so then when I got out into the real world, you know, reality really kind of slapped me in the face that people are mean, you know, people yeah. are not nice. And that and that fear of being different, um, you know, brings out a lot of nastiness in people. And... And so that's really where, where my life started, you know, it, 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 that's where it started. It also groomed me for my nutrition, you know, background, right? And, and because of my birthmark, the doctors thought that I was sick all the time because my throat is red, my ears are red. And, and so I was fed full of antibiotics. And by the time I got to about 17 years old, my immune system crashed and I could barely walk up a flight of stairs. And so I had to pull this body back up and rebuild it and heal it from the inside out.
0: This is what began Angela's study of nutrition and health. And today she's a nutritionist, a fitness expert, a public speaker, and her expertise and clientele have ranged the world. She's been very, very successful, although she has had to rebuild a number of times. And through her own experience, she's discovered how integral nutrition is to strengthening our bodies and our minds. Nutrition and trauma are
1: so interconnected, right? Is what happens when we are in a traumatic situation chemicals start changing in the body, right? Fight or flight, cortisol, you know, uh, your adrenal glands get burned out, Mm -hmm. your adrenaline starts pushing, right? I mean, we have all these things in our bodies for a reason that, I mean, we were given these tools for fight or flight, right? Mm -hmm. And so when that happens, and then the, I I always call it kind of the come down, right? That, that that downward spiral that happens right either the emotion or the or just like oh my gosh my life just stopped as I know it right and then we have to rebuild and the best thing the best thing that you can do for yourself is to control what you put into your body and that is nutrition Thinking about what feels good to you. And I know some of you are going to say, well, an Oreo shake really feels good to me right now. You know? <laughs> How did you know it's Oreos like, were my favorite yeah, go exactly. to? Exactly. You know, it's like, okay, I get that. I understand <laughs> that. But I want, I want to know what happens after you eat it and after you consume it, right? Do you beat yourself up? Do you say, oh my gosh, I can't believe I just did that? And then does that propel you into other things, right? And so just really utilizing just whole foods and things that, that you can really nourish your body with. It's so important in healing. And your body is not going to heal the same if you're not putting good things into it and if you're not hydrating and if you're not moving and getting toxins out of the body, if you're not breathing, right? I think sometimes when we're in trauma, always when we're in trauma, mm-hmm. we don't breathe. Mm-hmm. We feel very closed off. And so we don't even breathe, Right. And so, just like literally, as you're sitting here right now, take three deep breaths like, deep, deep breaths. And I bet you'll be like, oh my gosh, I haven't done that in a long time. Because trauma makes us just stop, stop everything. And, and, you know, our lives stop, our, our self-care stops. All we're doing is we're working in survival mode, fatigue, you know, Mm -hmm. depression, Mm -hmm. um, all sorts of chemical imbalances your hormone imbalances right testosterone estrogen you know cortisol uh, you know all these things change when we go through trauma and and they' they're absolute beautiful mechanisms and and miracles that happen in our body to help us get through it but then we've got to work to balance them out and to put them back into order and and get grounded.
0: So the food we eat, I mean, the actual real nutrients we give our bodies and minds are, are key in finding balance. And Angela says specifically during stress and trauma and crisis. That's such a hard place people get stuck.
1: Mm-hmm. I know
0: I should eat whole foods. I know I should stop drinking soda. I know I should not eat that whole sleeve of Oreos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to start tomorrow. Two things, right? Start with one
1: thing at a time. Start with that one thing that you can do. And I don't care if that is just getting up and getting dressed in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. You're not laying in your robe anymore, right? You are you are getting dressed, you're taking a shower, right?
0: You're doing something. (laughs) How did you know?
1: No. Right? You're (laughs) doing something for yourself because I've been there. That's how I know. You know, I know I I, you know, do something different. Brush your hair, put on some perfume, you know, um Put on some lotion, you know, love yourself, do Mm. something for yourself. And I mean that in the most simple way. Like, what does that feel good? What feels good to you, right? In that moment, what feels good to you? And if that is just drinking a glass of water or making yourself a tea or, you know, taking a shower that you haven't done in five days or brushing your hair or even going and get your hair done or go and get a massage or, you know, do something that hopefully will, will then the next day, right? Okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to take another shower or I'm going <laughs> to, right? We have to be consistent. And that's my other thing, right? That's number mm-hmm. two. You got to be consistent because nothing is ever going to change if we're not consistent, Right. Mm-hmm. It's just like I always tell my clients, you know, they always say, you know, just like this, how do I motivate? What do I do? You know, choose one thing and master it. Right. If it's drinking 16 ounces, I want you to master 16 ounces for two weeks. Master it. <laughs> and then you know, you've got the confidence, right? There's the confidence. Yeah. I did it. And now I'm going to add another 16 ounce bottle. Then I'm going to add another one. Right. If it's, okay, I'm going to go for a walk one day a week okay master it master that for a month one day a week and then you can go yeah i did that Mm. i did it i achieved that goal and that's where confidence builds that's where self-assurance builds and that is when that mind starts to train the body Because when you take time for yourself, that's when you are most creative, you're going to be the most focused and you are going to be, you're going to have thoughts and energy that comes into your body that you never had before. Mm. But if you stay and you're stuck, nobody's going to move you, right? It, 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 it won't, you'll never move. And so
0: then my question to you is what's the goal? What is the goal? Now, let's circle back to the hit and run car accident. I mean, the next morning, Angela discovered that she couldn't move. And she began to try to move what she thought she could. She started with one thing at a time, and she was consistent. So, what are we going to start with? What have we already started with? And what do we want to be consistent with? A shower? A walk? I mean, we talk a lot about these things in Love Rice episodes, like uh, we talked about eye contact in the rub some dirt on an episode, or forgiveness in the man-hater episode, and even just in the last episode, the, um, the bathroom series, we, we talked about the power of choice and boundaries. So let's start with one thing. Let's be consistent. Let's master it. Yes being knocked down yeah. and, you know, literally and literally
1: knocked onto the ground. Mm-hmm. And um, I really want this to resonate with our listeners. I really want you to understand what I mean by this. My voice had to be louder than that unsafe place.
0: Learn more about Angela on our blog at bloomforwomen.com. And be sure to click the link to Angela's website. I mean, it's loaded with tons of free stuff. She's got free videos, yoga videos, she's got free ultimate transformation videos. These are great ways to start doing that one thing and to get motivated. Also, take a look at her Meals That Transform. The other day I got her Gourmet Health Box in the mail and the vanilla cranberry bars were so good that my kids and I fought over the last one. Angela embodies what Bloom is all about. None of us escape that messy stuff of life, but we can all bloom. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, register on Bloom using the promo code SCABS to get 30 days free access to our library full of ways to help us bloom. And, um, are those birds going to be annoying? Okay.